0: Along with individual experts, Surgeon Masters brings you life improvement strategies in 10 minutes. These proven principles and strategies are easy to learn and can be applied immediately, allowing you to practice your best. Here's your host, Jeff Smith.
1: Welcome, everybody, to the Surgeon Masters Mini Podcast. I have with us Dr. Aaron Weissman, a uh, family medicine doctor and physician coach. Uh, Amongst many other things on uh, Erin's bio, uh, she is also the host of Dr. Me First podcast, which uh, offers authentic conversations between female physicians. Welcome, Erin.
0: Yeah, thanks for having me.
1: Thanks so much. So I want to on this that I have a lot of negative self-talk in the past until I started getting into coaching and getting coached I used to say not enough not good enough and Probably a lot of other negative self-talk So I want you to help us figure out how to change that around. How can you help me?
0: How can I help you? Well, it sounds like maybe you've helped yourself just a little bit in the last couple of years well, I first start out when um, talking with people and just reminding them that we all have a voice in our head and it's totally okay and natural. You don't need to go on Geodon or Zyprexa or anything for that. <laughs> but that voice in our head is actually one that you can pick, but you can never turn off. So you can choose to have the voice in your head, the negative self-talk, positive self-talk, or even neutral self-talk. It could be a solo. It can be a duet or it can even be a chorus of different things. And you get to pick that. And so I think it's important to mention that to your listeners is that, you know, when they get some awareness that maybe they're telling themselves like, oh, I'm not good enough. I totally missed that lab or, oh, shit, I'm running behind again. I'm always late. When you hear that, I encourage you to pair that with a second voice. And the cool thing is you get to pick what that is. Maybe it's the voice of your coach. Maybe it's the voice of a friend, of a partner, somebody who's encouraging to you. Maybe it's something that you read, a song, some scripture. But you get to pair that up with that negative voice. And after a while, it's amazing how that will start to take front and center.
1: That's fantastic. I mean, I even, uh, you know, when I was, having a lot of resistance on this, I even said, well, I'm willing to do it in this environment to start, not necessarily in another environment. So sometimes it's just bringing that message, like you said, when you, when you notice it, when you can do this and, and, and make that choice. Right.
0: Absolutely. And I need a lot of physicians who are uber perfectionistic um, that, they almost don't want to fix their negative self-talk because it served them up to this point. But at some point, you've, you've got to shift and change. If you want to go in a new direction, you've got to shift that. And what can, just like any medication, at a limited dose, it can be really therapeutic. But you start getting over that, and then instead of being a prescription, now it becomes a poison. And so I think it's really important to remember that your self-talk is just trying to be protected of you. You know, in small doses, it it was a prescription maybe previously in your life, but that self-talk is based off of past experiences. And if you want to move forward in something new, in a different direction, grow from where you're at, you've got to change that internal dialogue.
1: And so positive self-talk, I mean, I think there's some people talk about that being kind of a internal mantra or statement like that is that is that right
0: yeah mantras aren't magic but they do help and so it's kind of like when you're first learning to write so i have a kindergartner who just started school and you know the letters are all that little dotted script so that he can learn to trace over it and learn his letters at a time Mantras are kind of like that for that internal dialogue They're giving you a structure for which to start framing your thoughts and beliefs off of. Eventually, just like with handwriting, we can scribble it anywhere. And it's the same thing with those thoughts. But you first have to have a structure to start off of. And the great thing is, is you get to pick that structure. It's no longer prescribed to you or told by your attending or residency director. It's what you find most deeply and powerful right now. And the cool thing is, too, it changes as you move forward.
1: Yeah, I've definitely experienced that. Now, the the other challenge with the mantra, particularly to audience that I've invited to join today, with a bunch of surgeons, there there's some tough macho folks out here, men and women, and they don't want any pansy sort of stuff, like right. But is that? Oh hell that's no! Not really I'm what family is, medicine, right?
0: and I don't want that shit either. No, <laughs> no. No, mantra doesn't have to be some beautiful Hindu sitting on a locust blossom saying it over and over again. It needs to be personalized to you. So personally, one of my mantras is not my circus, not my fucking monkeys. So just reminding myself that I don't have to take on other people's stuff. That's not mine to deal with. I just take care of my circus and my monkeys.
1: Awesome. And And I think there's also the... You know, you're just using a fancy word for um, a a pep talk before a competition, um, you know, coaches giving words of encouragement, where that's what it is, that it's the words of encouragement. That's that's that positive self-talk. So in many ways, it it has a lot of analogies in life that that do have that high performance uh, driven uh, aspect to it, right?
0: Yeah, and it doesn't even have to be words. I mean, you can visualize pictures. You can have a certain, like, auditory sound that you think of. I even had one client that whenever she turned on a certain type of, like, air freshener or candle, that was, like, her reminder that, that she just needed to breathe and take a breath and calm.
1: Spectacular. So what other um, – what's what's the main message for folks? What's, what's, what can they do – you know, very soon right now, especially if they look at this as a little bit of a challenge or struggle?
0: I think lesson number one is just gaining some awareness around this. Do you even know how you talk to yourself? You know, really, we should be talking to ourselves like we talk to our children, like we talk to our dogs, like our best friend. But many times it's the exact opposite. So what I would encourage them to do is just start making notes of it either text themselves, jot it down somewhere when they just are aware of some thoughts that are popping up, good, bad or ugly. Do that for a day or two and then you'll have a good realization on what your self-talk is like.
1: Awesome. So, first step just raising awareness and uh and then taking taking that as an opportunity to move it forward, right?
0: Yep. Absolutely. Then you can start putting in place other things. But first, you got to know where you're starting from.
1: Yeah, that's that baseline assessment. So I think we can do it. I know we can do it. How's that? I'm going to do it. Did I there progress you go. pretty well there? Self talk.
0: That's right. <laughs> All right.
1: Well, thanks so much. We're glad you joined us, and we want everybody out there to do that. Raise some awareness on your self talk think about joining the voices, right? Pairing it up with that uh, positive voice for the negative one and think about it, whether it's a mantra or some other positive uh, message to yourself. Thanks so much, Aaron.
0: Totally welcome.
1: There you have it. In less than 10 minutes, this is Jeff Smith along with Dr. Aaron Weissman. Until the next episode of Life Improvement Strategies for the Surgeon Who Wants More. Ciao.
0: Now take 10 minutes and put your plan into action to practice your best.